This is Core Conversations, a podcast of Orville Christian Church. We exist to help you take your next step closer to Jesus, whatever that may be. Join us as we spend some time talking about who we are and what makes us OCC. A couple of years ago, we here at OCC decided to go beyond, and we took that word from Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or imagine according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Today is a very special episode of our Core Conversations podcast. Today we're talking about the Beyond Campaign. We're coming up on the end of it, and John, Greg, Cheryl, and Christopher got together to talk about what we're doing and where we are. Thanks for joining us. Well, hello, everybody. This is John Mulpas, one of the pastors here at Orville Christian Church. We are coming to you today with a special episode in our Core Conversations podcast. And I am joined here by three special guests, friends of mine uh, that I'm excited to share this episode with today. Uh, One is Christopher Harley. Christopher is our children's minister here at OCC. He is rocking his Cleveland Browns uh, (laughs) shirt today, his polo shirt. So I love that. Uh, We also have Cheryl Kirkbride. Cheryl and her husband, John, have been a part of OCC for many years. And um, uh, their kids have grown up here. So we're we're thankful that she's joining us. And Greg Swartzentrooper, He's kind of our bean counter here at, at OCC. He's our finance guy. And so today we come to you. Uh, we're going to be giving you an update on our Beyond Vision. Uh, we set five big goals that we wanted to accomplish over a three-year period. And so we want to give you an update on what uh, what those are if you're new, and then also give you kind of a progress report on where we're at. But before we get into that, I got to ask you guys, have you had a pumpkin spice latte yet this year? It is the fall season. Come on, Christopher. <laughs> I haven't yet. You haven't yet? I haven't yet. They're all right. I usually go to Sure House and I just tell them, just make me something hot and I let them go from there. So <laughs> I may end up with one, but I haven't yet. There you go. Cheryl, are you pumpkin spice latte person? I am a tropical tea kind of girl. Not Definitely not a pumpkin spice latte. Okay. All right. Greg? I have no idea what a pumpkin spice latte is. And I really don't want to know. I'm, I'm your basic green and black tea type of guy. All right. So we got some exciting people here today on the podcast. We really don't. We're really not into pumpkin spice lattes. That's okay. Uh, let me ask you guys: What's your favorite season of the year? Are you are you fall people, spring people? Hopefully not winter people. Greg. You know, that's a tough one. Spring and fall. You know, I'm a big baseball guy, so I love spring because that means spring training and the, the baseball is going to start. Fall, World Series, postseason. I don't know. It's a tough one. <laughs> Cheryl, what about you? I like wearing sweaters. I love the color of the leaves when they change. So fall, even though it only lasts about 20 minutes in Ohio. Yeah. That's my favorite season. Yeah, that is cool, isn't it? Christopher, what about you? I'm a fall guy. I 
I love hoodies and I love football and I love that baseball's over. <laughs> really? <laughs> you're a, a fall guy, guy huh? I'm you know, they, guy, they used yeah. to be a show with Lee Majors. I, yeah, you know I know. <laughs> okay. You're a fall guy. All right. Well, hey, we, we want to jump into uh, Beyond. Uh, Beyond, a few years back, we started thinking about as a, as a staff, as an eldership, we started thinking about what would it look like for us as a church to go beyond and uh, the verse that really kind of stuck out to us was in Ephesians chapter 3, where the Apostle Paul says, Now to him, that's God, who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. We started to think about what would it look like for us to go beyond? And then what would it look like if God even went beyond that? What would that look like? And so Christopher, just talk to us here for a minute about, you know, what's the big deal about this whole idea of going beyond for us as a church? Yeah, the big deal is a big deal. Uh, we're committed by God's grace to go beyond where we've never gone before. You know, we want to go beyond in our outreach to the unchurched, both in our community and in our world. Uh, we want to go beyond in our connectedness and uh, spiritual growth as the body of Christ. And, and we want to go beyond in our accessibility and appeal uh, that our facility has for people. Yeah, so it's just this whole idea, isn't it, about what would it look like to go beyond in those areas? Absolutely. Going beyond in, in reaching people for Christ, going beyond in helping them grow in their faith, going beyond when it comes to our facility, because our facility is quite quite a, an incredible tool. And so... We started to think about that, and we actually came up with five goals, as I mentioned earlier. We'll get to those here in just a, just a moment. But we kind of started all of this with a banquet. Back in February of 2019, we have had a banquet. Some of you uh, attended that. We had a special speaker. His name is Dan Smith. He pastors a church up in the Cleveland area. He came and did a great job for us. From there, we asked people to uh, make commitments and not just financial commitments, but other commitments as well. What would it look like for you as an individual, as a family to go beyond over the next three years? And uh, we took financial commitments as a part of that. Giving began with a first fruits offering on April 7th, 2019. And the, the cool thing was, is, is we had about 18% of our total financial goal given in a first fruits offering. Uh, so just about 215,000 was given. And so uh, we could start kind of making progress and, and kind of jump in with, with the goals that we had set from a financial perspective. So that was really cool. But, but Cheryl, I want you to talk about kind of the why. Uh, we've talked a little bit about the what and the when, but why when it comes to this whole idea of beyond? Well, the ultimate why is to help us fulfill our mission, vision, and goals. We are called and uniquely positioned, even here within the Orville community geographically, to reach unchurched families with children between the ages of 4 and 14. We know that 63% of people who are Christians as adults accepted Christ when they were within that age group. And we just want to, to try to reach them and their families. We want our building to be appealing and relevant. Uh, to this demographic and to their families. We also want to uh, serve and connect with people when they do come. So, And we know that it will be greatly enhanced with these improvements. Much of our building has not been updated since it was first built 50 plus years ago. 
and we just know that those improvements and updates are very much needed. Absolutely. Yeah. So again, we'll get to the the goals in particular here in just a moment, but I just want to ask you guys, why why is this whole idea of beyond important to you personally? Greg, maybe share a little bit of that with us. You know, when I think about beyond, I really think about God and what it teaches us about God. You know, God's a giver. He gave his only son as a sacrifice for our sins. And so when we go beyond, when we go beyond the tithe, when we go beyond in our personal lives, I think it really starts to build in us that character of God. And I think that's important. Yeah, cool. Good. Cheryl, what about you when it comes personally to you, the, the kind of the why behind beyond? Well, for us, it was a consideration not only of the financial gift that we would be giving, but for my husband and I, we thought about what would it look like for us to personally go beyond? And we considered, it's been in our minds for a long time to consider foster parenting. We have four children of our own who are mostly out of the nest, and uh, we still have some parenting juice left in us. And we thought that <laughs> that was something we felt led and called to, to think about and consider, kind of took a step in faith in, in getting licensed and doing the things that we needed to do. We also considered our kids have grown up in this church uh, for the most part, and um when we look back and remember ourselves as young parents with toddlers and young kids and even babies, we know that other people who came before us made sacrifices and gave generously to build this building, to to outfit this building, to make it a place where kids and families could come and learn about Jesus. We know that that was true for our own family, and we feel like it's uh, appropriate and, and important for us to do the same. Yeah, that's great. Cool. If a couple of questions have come up while we've been talking, find us online at orville.church. Reach out. We'd love to connect with you. You could also text your question to 330-597-9119. 330-597-9119. Beyond, Christopher, what about you? Yeah, for our family, for me, it is all about the next generation. It is all about children coming to know the Lord. And, you know, I'm a father of a 14 year old and, and I want to see him and I want to see his kids uh, being able to uh, grow in the Lord and, and have a place that is his church family and their church family. And for all that those who've gone before have done, I want to do that for the next generation. And so that's the real beyond for, for our family is that next gen. Very good. So we've talked uh, about this whole concept of beyond and, beginning to dream, what could this look like for us as a church over the next three years? You've heard kind of when it started, kind of the why behind it, some personal thoughts. Let's get into kind of the specifics now. Uh, Cheryl, I want to turn to you. What what was our first kind of goal when it comes to going beyond? And uh, as we share these goals, we also want to share the progress that we've made uh, over the last two and a half years. So go ahead and share with us, Cheryl. Sure. So the first part is about people. Uh, it's about leading people to Christ. We had a goal of uh, baptizing 300 people. We know that there are 14,000 unchurched people in our area, and we want to do everything we can to try to connect them. Um, we also want to connect the new believers into groups. So we have a goal of 75% of those new believers being connected to small groups, classes, ministry teams, uh, other church activities. Yeah, very good. So tell us, Cheryl, where. Where, where are we right now when it comes to, you know, the lead goal, leading 300 people to Jesus? That, that, that's a big goal, right? So where are we right now as far as today? 
So we have 67 people who've been baptized and accepted Christ. On a personal note, two of those 67 include the uh, young boy that we were given as our first foster child and his mother. So uh, they, they both on different occasions accepted Christ and were interested in getting connected and, and going beyond. And we had the privilege and the honor of being part of that. Yeah, that is that is awesome. What a, what a great story. You and your husband, your family went beyond and then just how God used that in the lives of, of others. That's cool. So our second goal, as, as Cheryl mentioned, was connecting 75 percent of these new believers into some kind of group. And right now, uh, by God's grace, uh, 62% of those new believers, so the 67 people that have accepted Christ have been baptized, 62% of those are now connected in some way, whether that be to a small group, a ministry team, a class, uh, a connection where they are now growing in their faith. We just don't want to lead people to Christ, but we want to train them. We want to help them grow in their faith. And so, uh, 62% of those have now been connected. Christopher, I want you to talk about the third goal in our Beyond Vision. What, what was that? So we wanted to transform three areas of our facility. The first one was the main lobby. And for the most part, that's done. Uh, there were some problems with the flooring. The company who put it down is taking care of that. The next area was the children's ministry, uh, an area I care about a lot. <laughs> a little and, biased. Uh, I'm a little biased. Yeah, I am. And uh, one of the big things with that was um, we needed an elevator. We needed children to be able to get down to the children's ministry. And so we were able to do that and make it uh, fully accessible to uh, children with special needs. Our next one was to take care of our teen center space. Uh, we'll be getting getting work on that and working on that here in a little bit. But in the meantime, we also had a kind of a bonus there too. And we worked on our live stream and that was really important. Who knew how important that was going to be? We were ready to go when COVID hit mm -hmm. and we've been able to continue to uh, serve and to, to worship together as a church family because of that. Yeah, very good. So what, what are some, I know part of uh, the, the building kind of transformation also included the worship space and so kind of kind of tell us uh, a little bit about that. You know, we've been able to do some live stream upgrades, actually some massive live stream upgrades. W what else is going to be going right. on in the worship space? Yeah. So those live stream upgrades were so important. But also one of the things about the, the space is the lighting and the lighting is a little dated, including the wiring. And so the worship space lighting is going to be completed this October. That's going to give it a whole new look. It's going to help both with our in-person service and with our live stream as well. And we're looking forward to that. And then with the worship, or excuse me, the uh, the teen center space, I feel like I need to say, you know, that stuff is pending the construction costs and we're working on that. So we are still moving ahead on all of those areas. Yeah, very good. Awesome. So uh, a, a fourth goal that we had for Beyond was we wanted to partner with two of our uh, missionaries to bring help and hope. And so uh, we've been able to do that. Part of the financial goal that we had set, which Greg will get to here in a minute, uh, we were able to give $50,000 to two of our, our missionaries, $30,000 to Haitian Christian Outreach. Uh, there's a, a church in Parado, Haiti, that was in need of a new church building. And so $30,000 we were able to give to, to help them with that. And then $20,000 went to Columbia Christian Mission, and uh, that went to finish a swimming pool project at a church camp 
Uh, Dale Mead has been our missionary along with his family down in Columbia for many years. And actually, we took a, a group of people down to Columbia right before COVID hit in February of 2019. And we got to be a part of just helping with different things at that church camp and uh, seeing the, the swimming pool, the completed swimming pool actually there. And so $20,000 uh, was given to finish that project. And something that was cool when we were down in Columbia, we actually got to witness uh, some baptisms happen in that pool. And so um, it's not just a pool for kids to have fun at camp. And let me tell you, a swimming pool is essential in Columbia. It gets, <laughs> gets pretty hot down there. But also it's a place where, where people can begin uh, really their, their walk with Christ. And just being able to uh, witness those baptisms was a great thing. So those are the first uh, four goals in, in the progress that we've made. Uh, let me do a little review. Lead 300 people to Jesus, connect 75% of new believers to groups, transform three areas of our facility. Uh, we've partnered with two of our missionaries to bring help and hope. And then Greg, the, the fifth and final goal from beyond, take it away. Sure. Yeah. The final goal was a, a generosity initiative. Obviously, some of these things were going to take some money uh, to transform the building, to give that money to the missionaries, take some funds. So our goal was to raise $1.2 million uh, for that generosity campaign. Very good. So tell us where we're at right now. I mean, how many commitments came in? Where, where are we at as far as uh, the giving for that? I know um, people have been asking me that. Sure. Yeah, exactly. So we've uh, had commitments of 1125000 so if you do the math on that, we're about 75000 short of the goal. But um, with God's grace, we we're hopefully we'll uh, finish that out this year. Yeah, good, good. So how much has actually been given to beyond? Are, are we on track, you know, with uh, the commitments that have been given and kind of some forecasting that you've been doing? Sure, yeah. So $861,500 has been given to date uh, of that uh, $1.125 million. And so I did, yeah, I did some projections looking where we should be right now as far as that. We're running at about 97%. So if we continue that, we should reach 97% of our uh, commitments by the end of the three-year campaign. Very good. That's great. So, so those are the five goals, uh, kind of our vision for beyond. Again, we've been in this for the last two and a half years. And I kind of want to conclude our podcast today just by giving you a few things on where do we go from here? Uh, we have six months left to go. Uh, this all started back in um, you know April of 19. And so beyond was a three-year kind of vision. We'll be going through March of 2022. And so we have six months to go. We want to finish strong. How can we do that? I want Christopher, Cheryl, and Greg just to highlight real quick three things that maybe we want to invite people to consider as we try to finish strong. All right. So the first one is we need to pray for one. And I hope that's something that you've heard before. I mean, we had this audacious goal of uh, leading 300 people to Christ. And, and unless God does something absolutely miraculous, we're going to fall short of that. But for each one of us, we can bring one person. We can, we can share Christ's love with them. We can tell them about who he is and what he's done in our lives. And, you know, we can only lead them so far. God's Holy Spirit has to work in their life. But, boy, if each one of us prayed for one person every day and worked hard to see that person and care for them in Christ— invite people, invite people to Christ, invite people to the church. Every week we're in person and we're online. There are invite cards in the lobby. We have 
Dave Lynn coming, and he's going to be doing a workshop on October 24th on how to share Christ with people. And then we have some great opportunities that come up every year that get the community excited. Invite people to that as well. Invite them to be a part of what's happening here. Uh, one of those things is Fall Fest. Again, another thing I'm kind of, I, I have some feels for. It's, it's uh, something I'm putting together. Uh, it's our trunk or treat. And then the other thing is our Christmas Eve service, which is an absolutely amazing time. The church family comes together. The community comes together. And so these are some great opportunities to invite people. But I think it still comes down to every day praying for one person that we can share the love of Christ with. Very good. Cheryl. Giving. Uh, many people have already made commitments and been giving to the Beyond Campaign, and we thank them very much for their generosity above and beyond their regular giving. For those that are new uh, or who haven't contributed for some reason, we would ask that as they consider your end giving, that they would um, prayerfully consider a special offering to Beyond. We'll be sharing more information about the youth space transformation in coming weeks. With COVID, costs have gone up, and we want to reach that goal, but we know that we're a little bit short. There's lots of ways to give through occgive.com, in person, through the mail, lots of different ways. So we just would ask people to prayerfully consider how they could participate. Very good. Greg, what about you? So we talk a lot about our vision here at OCC, which is to uh, take our next step toward Jesus. So when it comes to beyond, the question is, you know, is what is your next step going to be uh, in your faith and service to God and to others? It might be financial, like Cheryl talked about. It could be getting connected relationally to a group uh, that's important for us to do as Christians. It might be just making that commitment to read your Bible every day and to pray for one, as Christopher said, to pray for that one that God can you can affect for God today. So whatever it is that you can do to make that next step, we just encourage you to do that and take that challenge. Yeah, and it's really about, again, going beyond, asking God, God, how do you want me to go beyond? And especially as we you know, conclude this three-year vision, how, how do you want me to go beyond here in the next six months as we try to finish strong? And so um, I hope you've learned some things today uh, that we've shared with you. Just wanted to check in about beyond, give you a kind of a progress report and encourage you to, to keep uh, involved, to keep uh, asking, like we shared with you today, how could you go beyond personally and as a family? If you want to find out more information, you can go to orville.church slash beyond. There's a fact sheet and also a brochure that you can download and you can learn uh, all, all about beyond there. I want to thank Christopher, Cheryl, and Greg for joining me today. Great job in sharing. Uh, until next time, this has been a special episode of Core Conversations. We hope to see you in person or online this Sunday. Have a great rest of the day. This has been an episode of Core Conversations, a podcast of Orville Christian Church. Join us next time as we continue digging into who are we as a church?